0: Hi, everyone. Uh, This is Hiro Isogawa. And uh, today, I want to give a testimony of um, how God has uh, led me and really led me to uh, uh, really realize my heart's desire. Um, I have been a believer since when I was pretty young. I grew up in Japan and a missionary moved into my neighborhood And I was saved at a young age. And uh, since then, I've had a pretty straight faith journey. I was always pretty faithful. Uh, I believe in the Bible. But I didn't feel really renewed and didn't really have the power that I see in those people that's in the Bible. I didn't really feel that God was, or the Holy Spirit, was actually residing in me and empowering me to do good. I feel like I was doing it on my own. Um, I believed in God. I tried to live as what the Bible says. But God was more of a, an intellectual understanding compared to something I knew by experience. It says in the Bible, What is the width and length and depth and height? To know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. This is in the Bible. This is what Paul says. But, this intellectually I can understand, but I really didn't have a good grasp of what this means. So, God stirred in me a longing for what I'm missing. I would call it a FOMO, fear of missing out. Usually, it's, it's discussed in uh, like Facebook, whatever. Um, but for me, it was, am I missing something as I live life? And I believe this FOMO was placed in me by God. And so, I wanted to know more. I wanted to see if I can really experience um, what God has store in my life, and God did. He guided me through the experiences of knowing Him more, and He has shown me who He is and His power. So I trust now more in His goodness, and I feel like I am walking the life that God has intended me to walk through. I would like to share how this has happened to me. Again, all through life, I had my plans. My plan was to do well in business, have a great family, good health, and enjoy life. And I was faithful to uh, the scripture and lived a good life. And I believe that God will guide me and help me to live a good life. I know what happened to Job, but I sure hope it won't happen to me. And I believe that, no, it won't happen to me because I'm living a good, righteous life. There may be trials, but God will be there helping me. So I was cruising through life and God, and through that process or through that period, all through my life till then, God was like a distant father, loving father, but a distant father, distant father, guiding me through, guiding me, and uh, watching over me. God intervened with my life. You know, for some people, God intervenes through hardships and trials. In my case, it was a FOMO feelings of um, fear of missing out. He gave me a desire for something better, a curiosity for something, perhaps much better. As Paul says, or writes, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. I really wanted to feel that God loves me and that I love God by all my heart. I was in control of my heart, my goals, my desire. And it was, I believe in God, but it wasn't really that God was living in me and I was surrendering surrendering myself and trusting in Him. Um, Jesus was there to help me. I believed that, but He was, you know, somewhere, somewhere out there. And if you talk about the Holy Spirit, Um, it was like, I guess he is there because it's the Bible tells me so. But who is the Holy Spirit? I had no idea. My heart's desire to know him grew. I felt the need to put this in action. And that's when, when I met Lire, when he spoke to a group where I belong to, a convened group, he came to speak. And he asked me if I wanted to be all in, and I said, yes, I'll be all in. And that's when my second spiritual journey started. And I would like to share four things I've learned through this journey. Number one is that God wants our attention. And you know, I learned that in order to seek him, I needed to surrender some things. And um, there are two things in May that I would like to share. The first is time. As a CEO and father of three kids involved in church and living a pretty active life, time was a valuable resource. But God led me to commit certain time to spend with Him. So I started spending more time with Him in the morning and throughout the day. And uh, my primary um, conversation with God was, God, please speak to me. And I started to spend time with God. Here, I would like to uh, share three verses. First is Jeremiah twenty-nine thirteen, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I sought after him what is his will for me? What is he trying to tell me? How can he participate in my plans? Or maybe I should participate in his plans. So what is your plan? That's the question I would ask him as I spent time in the morning and perhaps throughout the day. Second verse is Luke 12, 31. Seek the kingdom of God Above all else, and He will give you everything you need. So again, what is God's heart? Not what is my plan, but what is God's heart, and what does He desire of me and through me into the world? And the third verse is, "Pray without ceasing," Second Thessalonians 5:17. I would. Um, So I would invite the Holy Spirit. I'll imagine that the Holy Spirit's here with me. I'll invite him to the meetings that I have with clients, uh, maybe internal meetings. And I will try to imagine he's here, he's with me, and listen to his voice. What would you like to do here? How are you leading me? What would you like me to do? What are you trying to teach me? Those are my prayers that I would... uh, pray um, occasionally throughout the day. And as I did these things, God was faithful and has blessed my commitment. Through my time with Him, especially in the mornings, I would receive inspirations, ideas, and sometimes reminded of my sins. And also throughout the day, as I invite the Holy Spirit to intervene in whatever I'm doing, I learned to give him space to work, uh, not trying to tackle everything in front of my eye uh, that comes in front of me and hope God will help me, but try to give space so that he can work in the situation. And as I did that, I can confident, confidently say that the Holy Spirit actively leads us when we let him when he gave him, gave him space. And now I'm experiencing him. God's promise is true. And the second thing is money. Um, I started to give more than what seemed reasonable. You know, I know that business needs money. The more money I can save, I can do more. You know, I can do more, I can spend it for me, and perhaps I can give more when my business grows. And to, for the business to grow, we need capital. But God had other plans. He wanted my heart. He wanted me to trust in him and not on my resources. He's much bigger than me. And as I gave more, more than reasonable, from my puny mind, it didn't make sense, but as I gave, He was true. He, the business grew much more than before. And I saw miracles happen. It was like God saying to me, see what I can do. Again, his promise of seek him and you shall find me proved true. The second thing was that God has changed me and God will change you. Second Corinthians 517. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, He is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. God has challenged me to dedicate the business to Him through through surrender and recognizing His guidance in my everyday work. And through this process, through the hearing, through surrender and formalizing that the company is not mine, but God's, has um, changed me. And it has changed my priorities. It's not me leading the business, but God leading the business. And um, it has led me to be drawn closer to him. What does it mean to uh, dedicate the business to God? It's not just a rhetoric. It meant that God will, be, God will get the best of the business. It meant that uh, committing the business to do His will, not my will, doing His will has priority over the profit we make or the growth. I'm a steward, not the owner, but the steward, and also a priest. Of the business, and my job is to make sure Christ is honored through business, in the business, and to everybody that's um, associated to our business. You know, I'm a weak person, um, and I know that when I'm half committed, I don't do a good job. Um, I need to be fully committed, and dedicating the business to God is, was perfect for me. Now I had a clear understanding of what business is for and what I'm supposed to do with the business. And with this act, I'm experiencing God more and more with um, what God is especially doing through business, with the business, and in me. Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen says, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Again, uh, dedicating the business has um, led me to know more of him and change my heart. It has led me, in a good way, me to be more patient, more generous, and uh, it's still changing me. Number three, our heart will grow to be after his heart. Through these experiences, my heart is still growing to be after his heart. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Also, Luke 12.31 says, Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and he will give you everything you need. So through the Holy Spirit's leading, I'm involved in several ministries that is dear to my heart. I was um, led to Christ through a missionary from America. Evangelism, especially international evangelism, is dear to my heart. And I love to do business. So doing mission work through business is the passion that has grown in my heart. And God has opened doors for me to be involved using my passion. It's not like, okay, my business has ended, I'm transitioning to ministry. God has amazingly um, used business as a tool for ministry. So I'm doing both, which is a joy to my heart. Uh, For example, I'm working with a ministry called, uh, in the Philippines, called Philippines Frontline Ministries. The principal there, has a passion for business. The ministry started with uh, evangelism, but uh, they couldn't ignore the social needs over there. People in the Philippines, 10% of the Filipinos go abroad to work. In the provinces, a lot more goes to Manila, and the families are separated. There's a lot of things that business can do to bless them. Not only financially, for the families to be together. So we have um, teamed up With the ministry, now we have more than 10 people working for us full-time who are employed under the ministry. Um, The ministry is blessed. The local people are blessed. And uh, many people working there have come to know Christ Christ through business, through being hired, through the devotions they have. And uh, seeing what uh, the ministry is for and how they're blessed and how they're loved. And God has used, has opened the doors for other ministries, especially international uh, ministries, where I can align my passion, my expertise to His. Now I'm traveling to many places in the world with my wife and sometimes with my kids, um, fellowshipping, which is so cool. The last thing I want to say is God has promised God's promise is true, to fill my heart's desire. So, um, again, God has has led me to open offices internationally, work with ministries overseas. I get to combine my passion and my expertise. um, Through business, with the ministries, I never thought I could do that. This verse, delight yourself in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Psalm 37.4 is coming true. I believe my heart is more aligned with God's and God has led me to uh, fulfill my desire in my heart, which is a wonderful feeling. You know, I want the business to succeed, but I know he will use business to draw me closer to him. And that's the first priority. And that I believe is his heart for me and for all Christians, all Christian business people, to know Him and be draw, drawn closer to business, and as a result, we can bless others and we can um, make an impact in the kingdom. As I walk this journey, I still have—I don't know—20 years ago, but I know He has much more stored for me. And life is, honestly much, much better than what I expected, because uh, yeah, retiring, playing golf, whatever is not that attractive to me. It's, um, what I do now is much more aligned to my heart, but my heart has been lying to his, and it's such an enjoyable and uh, enjoyable life with a lot of uh, fun and satisfaction. Yes, the world still attracts me, but I feel much, much closer to Him. So this journey started from, what is there? the Fear of missing out. What is there in life? Is there more in life? And as I sought Him, God has led me to know Him more and to experience Him. Deuteronomy 5.33. Stay on the path that Lord your God has commanded you to follow and you will live long and pros- prosperous lives in the land you are about to enter and occupy God is a good God and whatever happens it's going to be good for me and now I don't really have to fear about perhaps I can, I'll, I'll be like Job because I know I've experienced that the goodness of God, and even whatever I go through, it's good for me because He loves me and He has a plan for me. We are sinners and um, we have no right to um, be blessed. He has the final call, and He is a just God we are under his mercy. But now as we experience him, we can truly say that yes, he's a just God, but also a loving father and his plans are always good. So I'm looking forward to where God will lead me from here and whatever I'll be doing, I'm confident that As long as I uh, stay on this path, God will fill my heart's desire. And I still have uh, much more room for growth. I need to, I need to, or I'm sure God will lead me to love others more, to love Him more. But I sure feel that, uh, and I'm confident that God is leading me. It is a journey, and uh, I pray that I'll be led and you'll be led through this journey. Again, I would like to read uh, Psalm 37:4 to finish. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. I'm sure God will lead you, and God will give you, this, God will give you the desire of your heart as you follow him.